Talk Recorded live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our October Being Present to Serve call. Um, I personally am super excited about this call. Ming and I had one conversation, I want to say. It might have even been a text conversation, um, probably while I was waiting for a plane to take off someplace about our uh, theme for this month. And we both came up with something to do with love. Um, and self-love is always something that we talk about in this group and the relationship between self-love and bringing financial security and just good money into our lives. So that was something we talked about. And then also um, talking about this whole concept about choosing the state that we stay in and, and choosing a state of love. And so when we had this conversation, which actually was um, not even at the end of September, I want to say being it was it was like, you know, maybe closer to September 20th than it would be to like the very end of mm-hmm. September that we were talking about this. And since then, um, as you all know, keeping up with the news and the current affairs, there has been a lot going on and the challenge of staying in a state of love, staying in a, mm-hmm. a high vibe state. Um, I feel like for all of us, it's been there's there's definitely been whether it's it's weather related or political related or just personal astrological stuff happening in our own lives individually. There's just been a lot going on, and so um, as usual, the universe, the angels, the fairies, all got together uh, with mm-hmm. Ming and I to come up with I I think the perfect theme for all of us with kind of what's happening in the world today. So today, Ming and I just want to talk a little bit about what's been going on with us and how we've been practicing this theme and um, give you all some thoughts and suggestions on how to practice. And then obviously, as we always love to do, hear from you all about what you're observing and how you're practicing this theme as well. So before I launch into that, Ming, do you have anything you'd add kind of as the the setup to how, how we got here for the month of October? Yes your birthday, Amina, um, <laughs> because uh, we were wanting to think about a theme around your birthday because mine was last month, and you, as we, I call you, the little love bug, so um, you're always talking about love. So actually, this topic, I think, would be a great one just to even carry through the whole rest of the year, as far as I'm concerned, you know, but yeah. uh, definitely something for us all to practice always. Um, Self-love, love is part of the money equation. So anybody that's interested in manifesting more money, love is right in the middle of it. So again, it's uh, it's good to review, good to talk about. Um, so I, I think uh, I think this is going to be fun. And yeah. Yes, and it is very challenging. Uh, time, you know, times now, um, definitely challenging. We may get some more challenges to come in the next few months. I don't know. So I think it's just a really good practice for us to stay grounded and practice this concept of love, self-love, flowing love, being in a state of love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that, so the theme, the, the name of the theme for this month is flowing love. And that's, you know, that's what Ming and I are, are calling the theme for this month. So let's talk a little bit about what we mean by this. So, um, and we both have, some stories of things that have happened recently to kind of demonstrate how you would actually apply this theme in this situation. So 
flowing love basically means that when you are in a situation that may bring up any kind of a response that's not on the love side of the spectrum. So if you, um, I know many of you are familiar with law of attraction, so you're familiar with vibration and the different spectrum of emotions. But, you know, you've got uh, love on one side of the spectrum and fear on the other side of the spectrum. And then you have emotions such as anger and jealousy and um, sadness and all of those are kind of on the fear side of the spectrum. They're not all the way over to fear, but they're they're on that kind of half, if you will. And then on the love side, you've got love, peace, happiness, joy. All of those are high vibration states. And then, you know, in the middle, you have things like um, almost like an apathy is, is actually a little bit further over on the fear side. But the, you know, contentment and just whatever and going with the flow is a little bit more on the, the center part of the, the range. So what we want to do here is as situations present themselves that the normal human response, just being human, we would go to the fear side of the spectrum. We would maybe get angry or frustrated or annoyed. Any, of, any, any reactions that we would have on that side, what we want to do is keep the amount of time we stay in that reaction to the bare minimum. And we want to change that over to a high vibration state. Okay, so we've talked about that before. That's not a new concept for you all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, switch, switch your vibration as quickly as possible. This is definitely not the first time most of you are hearing that. Um, it's not the first time Ming and I have talked about that. So what's different about this month is understanding that whatever vibrational state that we are in regard, regarding maybe a specific incident, and I'm going to give you all an example to make this make sense in a second, But whatever vibrational state we're in about an incident, it's not just about you and that other person or you and that work situation or you and that driver in the car. It's what you're adding into the overall collective. So right now, if you look around in the collective with all the things that we have going on, there are a lot of fear-based responses that nice, normal, happy, positive people are having because there's a lot of events that are bringing that out in them. So as a collective right now, in my opinion, we're a little bit more tipped towards the fear side. There's just a lot going on, a lot of uncertainty, um, a lot of suffering going on in the world, and people are focused on that and seeing that and kind of tipped to that side. So what we're doing this month is we're saying, you know what, if I had a penny that I could put in to one side or the other, I want to try to tip the penny onto the side that has the left side. So even though it makes sense that I would put the penny in the fear side, even though that seems like the normal response and the normal reaction, I am going to choose to say I stop in this moment, I take a deep breath, I ground myself, and I move and try to put the penny on the other side. Now, in order to do this, you have to have a lot of self-love, you have to stay in a place of groundedness, and you have to understand that what you're what you're trying to do in this situation is a very big task. So for some of us in some situations, that just might be too, too big for us to do in that moment, and that's okay. But for some of us in some situations, we can go, you know, I would normally get mad about this. I feel justified about getting mad about this. But because of where we are as a collective, I'm going to choose to put my focus on something positive. I'm, choose, I'm going to choose to give this person the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to choose to make up a story about this person's behavior that's a loving, caring wonderful story so that I'm putting more into the positive side of the collective. 
So that's kind of what this month is about. Let me give you all an example about that. And then, um, I'm sure Ming's going to have some stuff to say, and you all might have some questions and comments as well. So um, I've been traveling quite a bit for work, and you all have been hearing about that on some of my past calls. And now I've been home for um, a good solid 10 days, and I'm going to be home for the rest of the month of October, which is super exciting. And so I started doing all the normal things that I, I normally do. And one of the things you all know that I love, love, love to do, one of my super love, peaceful building activities is going for my walk. And part of the reason that I love going for my walk is because I'm out in farmland, um, out in the country. It's super beautiful. And then I also, for part of my walk, at, at different points, I walk through these different neighborhoods or, or there's more like houses on the side of the street. Not, you don't know if I call it a neighborhood. And there's these gorgeous houses, these old farmhouses, new houses. Um, and, you know, people have clearly been living there for a long time, taking care of them, so they're decorated. And on a day like... Uh, two days ago when I went for a walk, it was the perfect, beautiful fall day. It was just the right amount warm with just the right breeze. And so there's um, a lot of people out. And in general, when I go for my walks, there's a lot of people out in their front yard mowing the lawn or just sitting outside, whatever. And as is the culture in where I live, you wave at people when you walk by or you say hello, and that's just kind of the norm. So one of the houses that I walk by is on my route probably taken this route a hundred times already, um, has all these cute decorations out front and the people are super friendly and every time I walk by, I wave at them, they wave at me and, and whatever. Well, I walked by the other day and they were not outside and I noticed that they had an American flag flying in front of their house, which I, I didn't remember seeing before. It, it felt new. My eye got drawn to it, so I think it's new. Um, you know, not that I paid that much attention before. But they had an American flag, and right next to it, they had a Confederate flag flying in front of their house. And I literally came to a complete standstill, a halt. And I, right in front of their house, like literally in front of their driveway, I just, walking on a major road, just like froze. And I was like, oh my gosh, they have a Confederate flag in front of their house. I hope they don't shoot me. That was the first thought that went through my head, very rational, logical thought was like, I hope they don't shoot me. And I don't even know what I would think, but I went straight into pure fear mode because I saw this flag in front of their house. And then I, of course, spent the next couple minutes of my walk being like, where the hell did I move to? What is this place? I can't believe. What is the world coming to? All of my normal stuff. And then I remembered this month's theme. Mm. And I thought, okay, here's an opportunity. I, I can make a big deal about this flag. I can call people. I can tell people the story. I can enroll other people in. Can you believe what happened to me? And I can tell the story in such a way that makes it seem like I'm a victim. Something really bad's happening. This country is actually falling to pieces because that's a big topic of conversation in, in our day-to-day lives. So I can just add into that collective, and I would find a ton of people who would agree with me on this topic. But I was remembered our theme, and I thought, okay, first of all, I walk by this house all the time. I wave at these people. They wave at me. Never gotten the indication before that they wanted to shoot me. This may not be the most rational thought I'm having at this moment. <laughs> and then I... Um, and it, this was much later. It took a, it took a while for me to to get there. This was definitely not instantaneous. But there was a, a, at some point later in talking to Mike and 
kind of processing all the stuff that I saw, I realized I'm letting one symbol, a flag, that symbolizes something to me or I've been led to believe it, it means one thing, but could mean numerous things, could mean I don't know what the people's intention was, but I'm letting this completely change my behavior and my reaction. I mean, y'all, I was sitting here going, okay, I need to find a new walking route. And I don't know, I don't remember if I shared with this group, but it took me forever to find a walking. I tried like six or seven walking routes until I found the one that I love, and this is it. So I was like, oh, gosh, immediately I'm going to have to find a new walking route. And I thought, this is ridiculous. I mean, look at this. Hopefully you all can see it because you're not me. (laughs) Sometimes it's easier when you hear somebody else talking about it. Like, this is a lot of drama. This is a lot of energy, this is a lot of reaction to seeing a symbol hanging outside of somebody's house. So that's the stuff that we're talking about this month. I wish I had caught it quicker, but I didn't. It takes as long as it takes. But when I did catch it, I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm adding into this us versus them, our country's divided, what's going on with our country. All of that that's in the environment around me, I just added more I added my penny into that side, into that mm-hmm. part of the, the, the conversation. And that's not where I want to add my penny. This month is about just becoming aware of how often you're adding your penny on one side versus the other side. That's all it's about. So I went through the whole, I added my penny there, and I had to go back and take it out and then go and put it on the other side. And that's mm-hmm. great because that's at least a step in the right direction. It would be even better if I could say in the moment, watch myself having a reaction and then say to myself, is this where I want to choose to add my penny? And take a deep breath and put my penny in a different place. So that's an example of something that happened just very recently in my life where I caught our theme in action, if you will, and had the opportunity to practice that. Ming, what Mm. would you add or what what thoughts do you have about that? When you you were sharing that story with me on the phone, and I was thinking, oh, I'm just going to tell me this sweet story about the pumpkin patch or something. And then when you said what you said, I was just like, what? And then I could feel myself <laughs> reacting. And then it was interesting just even stepping back and looking at myself because I do that a lot when I do see a reaction coming. And I thought, wow, this is, I mean, Am and I could, and I could really get, you know, going on this subject and take it to a whole new level. I mean, in terms of being angry, but, uh, I, I I really love the fact that you took it and you put that penny on the other side. I know for me, just, you know, I've been talking to some people and some friends and we've been talking about how we need, you know, choosing where our vibration is going to be and, you know, whether or not we do take that, that victim mode or that role, but however, and moving from that victim mode to an emp- place of empowerment Whereas even people that are, are wanting to hear our stories or whatever, and they're looking to talk to us, people want to say, hey, well, we, we're not going to spend time in that whole victim part. Let's just, uh, we want to see the empowerment part. How did you get here? You know, what are the steps that you took to get to the place of empowerment where you are? And that's actually been a conversation that I've been having with several people. I had a, another conversation with a, a recent client who she made me crack up. You probably saw this on my Facebook, but she said to me, Ming, I told my mom I'm in detox. And I said, mom, you have five minutes to gossip because she usually likes to gossip and I usually listen to her. But she <laughs> said, nope, you got five minutes. And and I, I started laughing because she was likening 
her, you know, what she's doing this month with me as detoxing. And she said she doesn't go to the news. She doesn't go to social media. She really is just paying attention to her own vibration. So I love that because, again, if we choose collectively as our group just to do this, imagine, you know, the power of love that we're going to shift, you know, on the planet. And as we're talking to people and meeting people, um, you know, just out and about too, we can help help get the examples for them. And again, when people um, are talking about various situations in the in the world, when I do look at those news articles, when I choose to, I do choose to look at the way people have come together, the way people are helping each other, and I see the positive of you know of what people are doing together as a whole as well. And I know other people are doing that, even just not even people that are in the law of attraction or in our group or anything, people are um, talking about that as well. But uh, Amina, did you want me to share about the self-love now or do you want to? Yeah, well, maybe let's let's just, there's people are having having some conversation in chat. So maybe are there any any questions or comments on the, the penny and the, I mean, is it clear to everyone, I guess, the question is, is it clear that obviously we are on a personal level managing our own personal vibration from any place on the fear spectrum to the love spectrum, um, but that the practice really is here is when you catch yourself to not just think of your personal vibration, but also attach it to the collective and say, okay, what can I do to balance off the collective? Is that clear to anyone or any questions or, or thoughts on that um, before Ming talks a little bit about self-love? And the other thing is, is when we practice that, like Amina, when you, you uh, practice that, you know, it gets easier each time, right? Because if we keep practicing and then it gets easier and easier. And again, I'm all about that neuron changing in our brain, right? So each time you practice, it gets easier. And then I believe eventually, you know what, we'll be like Buddha and Christ, right? Because we're going to keep practicing. And then our vibration will change, our up-leveling will change. And then when we are confronted with the situation, we'll just be like, yes, this is this, and we choose love. And we won't have to go through, you know, the whole rigmarole. It just, it's all about practice and consistency again. So, um, and, and this is, yeah, exactly, Ming. And that's, that's the exact point. Is this is just about, I mean, for me, this so far as I've been doing this, just my awareness that how quickly I do all the really silly things. I mean, I use that as, as a bigger example, I feel like, um, it demonstrates it really well, but there's been a lot of things that I've gotten just annoyed about in the past few weeks that have nothing to do with people driving in the car and things taking longer than they should. And just there's a million tiny little things that um, I have just become aware that I allow myself to put a penny on the other side, which really doesn't need that strong of a reaction. I could just change it into a gratitude practice and I love I love how your friend you know said to your mom you've got five minutes to God I love that <laughs> so you know and, I, and I'm thinking about for myself too because I'm, I'm just noticing you know uh, just little things going wrong with a client and you know I, I sent a copy of the presentation I had a mistake in it little stupid stuff that's not worth adding something into the collective over and my response, and I'm loving this idea of the, the fact you've got five minutes for it, or um, I'm thinking what I might start doing is just a gratitude practice. So every time I feel mm-hmm. that annoyance come on, 
you know, I'm just going to balance it with something I'm grateful for in the moment and just, you know, maybe just do a little bit of a balancing. Um, so we can talk about, about some of the ways to balance too. But let's, um, I loved what you were sharing about self-love and the importance of self-love because that's a key. As we start talking about this stuff, um, one of the things Ming and I were talking about on the call that I loved was, you know, to, to for where I was to see that Confederate flag and to make that shift, there was a lot of work that went into being the person that I was in that moment that could do that. And even then, the shift was definitely not instantaneous. It took hours before I was able to actually make that shift, where somebody else may have been able to do that, be like, eh, whatever, shift, move on. Um, and a big component of the the work, the quote-unquote work that goes into that moment is the self-love practice and the um, taking care of yourself. So, Ming, why don't you talk a little bit about some of the stuff you were sharing with me about that? Yeah, I've been uh, reading Osho lately, and um, he's talking about self-love. So he just gives them different words to self-love, which I've just really appreciated. And um, he was sharing that, Self-love is actually the beginning of all other loves. If you don't have self-love, you can't love. It doesn't go anywhere. So it's not just, it's so important that we really get the concept of self-love and practice self-love. And he talks about um, you can love others if you love yourself. And so so self-love, yes, is the beginning of all other loves. And he talks about don't be selfish, but be self-full. Those are two absolutely different things. So it's not about being a narcissist and being obsessed with yourself, but it's a natural self-love. And then you can love others. And it's talking about acceptance and loving yourself and realizing that you are a creation and that you are unique and that nobody is like you and nobody will ever be like you and that you're unique and how we have to accept this about ourselves and even celebrate it and celebrate who we are and when love is possible, only when there's a deep acceptance of oneself, the other, and then the world. And then you can spread it, right? Um, another thing. Uh, I love that. that. Really, the, yeah. Self-full instead of selfish. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, me too. And, and um, a person who loves himself sooner or later will start overflowing with love, right? Because if you're loving yourself, then it's just going to overflow out of you anyway. Um, so when we start with ourselves, and I, I put this in our BPS group the other day, that love is a state of being. It's a state of your consciousness when you are joyous than when you're, there's a dance in your being. It's something that starts vibrating and radiating and from your center, and it's pulsating around you. Then it reaches people. It reaches women. It reaches men. It reaches rocks, trees, and stars, and animals, which just keeps on going on. And when you get to this place of tremendously blissful, then you can love then your love is no longer a need, but it's a sharing, and it's not a necessity. So you don't become dependent on people. You just automatically just sharing your love because that's it's just coming out and it's flowing. Um, and then the other thing I was telling Amina that I thought was really cool is that he was talking about how we don't teach trees to be altruistic because if you were, then all the trees would die. What does a tree do? It brings water to its roots. It brings juices to its branches to the leaves, to the fruit, to the flowers. And then when it blossoms, it releases the fragrance to everybody. Known, unknown, familiar, stranger. When it is loaded with fruit, it just shares. It just gives all the fruit. 
So we were talking about that yesterday, and it was just, I think the trees are a very good example for all of us in practicing self-love. And one of the things that I was talking to um, with Ming, and just, just taking a moment for um, each of us to kind of see where we are in our own life journey, um, you know, so the tree example, I love that. It takes the water in, and the first thing it does is right, the water comes in through its roots, and it nourishes its trunk because it, it knows that if its trunk is not nourished, it can't get to the trees and uh, the leaves and the fruit, and that is so much further down the line from its basic survival. And so if we think about self-love as uh, taking care of our necessities and making sure our necessities are there, when the tree makes sure that the trunk has enough water and nourishment, the automatic next thing that happens is that that nourishment goes to the branches. And as soon as it goes to the branches, the next thing that automatically naturally happens is the nourishment goes to the leaves. And once you've got the nourishment to the leaves, the next thing that automatically happens is that the, there's fruit on the trees. For so many of us, we are dying for water and saying, why don't I have fruit on my limbs? And it's like, no, step one, make sure that that system of the water coming in and having a healthy trunk, you got to see where are you? Are you at step one? And for all of us at some point in time, we're at step one. And sometimes we're at the fruit time. Sometimes we're just at the leaves and we think, oh, my gosh, I got to the leaves. This is a big day. And for some of us, it's just making sure water's coming to the trunk. And if I can just keep my trunk nice and healthy, I know Mm -hmm. there will come a time where I'll get to the fruit, but today is not that day. And so that's when you think about self-love, that's what it's about. And I would balance that by also saying, um, I notice with myself sometimes, I go, oh, I I really need to nourish the trunk. And it's like, yeah, no, you're, you're past that at this moment. Like now it's time for you to really hand out the fruit because you are kind of choosing to stay in the small view of yourself. So it's a balanced approach as you look at this. It's a balanced approach of saying, where am I realistically and what do I need to do to make sure that I've got my base covered? And then once you see that realistically, it's okay, what do I need to do about that right now? So for some of us, it's easy to just go into, oh, I need more self-love, I need more self-love. And for others, it's uh, natural to kind of say, no, I'm ready to overgive, I'm ready to overgive. And so for all of us, finding that right balance, that right size of how much self-love and how much giving, that's, that's the journey. You know, that's definitely mm-hmm. the journey for me. Definitely, I would say, maybe the journey for you. That's a constant balance of filling our tank and making sure that there's extra for the fruit to be there. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly so. And it's just a continual practice, this um, this self-love. But yeah, I love the example of the tree, too. It's just, it's just easy. So when we think of self-love, and we just think of that tree, and it seems to make the concept easier to grasp onto. So it's not something that like we were saying, it's not something that we go do for ourselves necessarily. Actually, it's just, it is a vibration. It's just coming in and looking, you know, being good to ourselves and loving ourselves and appreciating and even celebrating ourselves, right? So um, not a lot of, I think not a lot of people do that. That's why we were talking about that song, right, from Whitney Houston. That's coming back to me again now. (laughs) I will always love you. Yeah, I mean, you know, I remember when I heard that song and I was kind of like, it was such a foreign concept at that time when she, she sang it. And 
Like, what is she talking about? Because they weren't teaching that back then. It wasn't, you know, you were being selfish if you were, you know. But now when I hear that song, it's like, oh, my gosh, it's all about self-love. So, um, but, yeah, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> so there's some funny stuff going on in chat over here. Mm. Um, everyone's loving the tree example, Ming. I think that is a, a, a great mm. analogy. It's nice that um, you read that to us over here. Mm. So questions, comments, thoughts from you all about either self-love or about uh, the collective and adding into the collective? You can put it in chat too. <laughs> yeah, I can see chat. That's funny. <clears throat> so, is everybody ready to um, become more aware of our responses and see if we can, Karen at has, the very least, stop them a little Karen quicker? Karen has a question. I'm going to. Okay, Aaron. Karen said, uh, so how do you know when it's time to give out fruit? How do you know you love yourself enough to give to others? You know, the way the way I see that is when it overflows out of you, it just it's not something that sometimes you're even conscious of because if you're paying attention to your vibration and you are in love because love is the highest vibration, I think it just it just flows out. You know, right. it, it's natural. Um, it's natural. I have a, have a high vibrating friend. And she's always at a very high vibration. And I love being around her. And I'm telling you, it's just love. I mean, she, she walks around. It's like, you know, and, and um, whenever she talks to me or it's just, there's just a flow. There's a vibration there. It's just love. And I go into her house and you can feel it there. So I think it's, it's really just a something that you practice and, you'll you'll know i mean you'll just know or you won't know it's just you know you know what i'm saying it's um yeah it's just that's a good question karen well and here's the thing Aaron. too if you um if you look at uh you know take either ming or i or or both of us as an example the things that were this group for example being present to serve ming and i never sat down and said you know what i think one day i'd like to have a group on facebook where we talk about principles of uh, spiritual and law of attraction spiritual uh, principles about bringing money into your life. It, it didn't happen mm-hmm. that way. We just one day had this group and it felt like it just felt like it felt miraculous. It felt like it just one day happened. Um, so that's kind of the fruit, right? The fruit just, it just starts growing. But I think your question is how do I know if I'm, if I've got the fruit and I'm not kind of stepping into my greatness about it, or I'm not sure if that's your question, but if that's your question, this is what I would say. I would say start a gratitude practice. And once mm. you are doing a gratitude practice, you, when you are doing any form of a gratitude practice, the level of self-awareness that you get as to where you are in your life is profound because you start to realize exactly who you are, exactly what you have, and exactly how you need to show up. And sometimes as you're doing your gratitude practice, you realize who you are and where you are in life. You realize, I really need to start taking care of myself. I'm overwhelmed. I'm overworked. I'm not in a healthy place. And part of my gratitude practice is needing to be grateful to my body, needing to be taking care of myself. 
sometimes you start gratitude practice, and this is what I notice in my life often. I start a gratitude practice, and I just keep thinking about all the people who don't have enough to eat and don't have a, a, a roof over their heads, and I keep thinking, man, I have so much more to give. Why am I not out there giving more? So as you do your gratitude practice, that question will automatically get answered for you. In my, in my life, that's what's worked. There's probably other ways to know, but um, that has been my go-to. When I start mm-hmm. switching into a vibration of gratitude, I think, holy crap, I am sitting on piles and piles and piles of fruit. And then being mm-hmm. like, yeah, well, I can't because, you know, I'm just tired today. And it's like my own crap that I'm telling myself, my own playing small, just has a magnifying glass on it. And I'm like, Ugh. yeah, no, I'm just making excuses to for where I need to be. So that's been one way that I it's been very clear to me. And for some reason, my chat's not refreshing, so I mean, you might want to read the, if there's additional questions or comments. Yeah, no, uh, that, was, that was good, Amina. Uh, Holly says, Abe Hicks says that appreciation is the highest frequency at which to resonate the most godlike. Yes, appreciation, gratitude, that, that is a big one for me, too. I mean, what we focus on grows, so when we're focusing on all the all of our blessings and everything around us that is that is wonderful that it, it just keeps on growing and it, it's a really good way of shifting our energy too even even if um you're not feeling that great or whatever but if you just no, i don't know name one thing name two things that you know mm-hmm. that you can be grateful for it, it'll shift you it doesn't even yeah have to it doesn't be, take, it doesn't even have to be like yeah. you know some people say five minutes or write a whole page and stuff and i say that is awesome if you get to that i it, it doesn't I've gotten to a point where I can watch like a commercial on TV or a TV show and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I live oh, yeah. a really good life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, 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 I'm, and I watch the things that I complain, you know, the things I get frustrated about and annoyed about and I think I could do a little bit better. <laughs> I mm-hmm, could definitely mm-hmm. do a little bit better. <laughs> yep. Yep. And let us know if that answered your question. Yeah, it was a good question, Karen. Thank you. Other questions or thoughts? All right. Well, we will continue to let our love flow. Um, And I kind of liking this whole song thing. So if you all have a a song that helps you have your love flow, maybe we can start posting that into into our Facebook group. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, that was fun. You can post your Whitney Houston song thing. I was driving the Mm -hmm. other day and heard that uh, Good Vibration song by Marky Mark, and I was like, uh, my first response was, (laughs) oh, my gosh, I have to post this in DPS. (laughs) So if you all hear other uh, songs or as your are practicing the same other stuff goes on, please post it. Yes. All right. Well, there, there aren't any other questions. Are there any, is there anything else in chatting that you're seeing? Nope. That's it. All right. Well, there's not anything else, and we will talk to you all in Facebook. And Ming and I are flowing a lot of love to each of you. I know Ming's been doing lots of different practices and sending all of us some Good money juju energy. So thank you, Ming, for for that. Oh yeah, some, absolutely. We've lots had a lot of miracles uh, in our group. A lot of fairies, a lot of dragons, a lot of good stuff. 
coming our way. So, and each of us can start flowing some love to each other too. So let's let's um, use our group to amp up our our love flow vibe. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, everyone. We'll talk to you all soon. Have a good rest of your day. Thank you. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.